Welcome, gamers, to Basement Arcade Pause Me, the show where we hit pause, sit back, and just chill. I am your host, Ben Magnet, the god of video games. Here with me is Brandon T. McClure, the god of other video games, and Ryan Eliopoulos, the god of next-gen video games. This, this, god chair, this god chair is being a little crowded, I'm not going to lie. I think we need to start killing some people. Oh, we came to the right place. <laughs> All right, let's do it. <laughs> okay, so what do we mean at the gladiatorial combat arena? <laughs> oh, uh, I've already rain. killed that's you, Ben. It's a different. Oh, no, we can't. You're drinking open. my poison now. Oh no! Oh, well, too bad. I have the antidote. It, it's all right. So we are talking about God of War Ragnarok, right, Ben? Yes, we are. So this episode of Base of Arcade Posmio, as uh, or if you're watching this live, this is technically episode three ten of the Fake Nerd Podcast. But Base Barricade has invaded because we, myself, Brandon, and Brian, have played God of War Ragnarok. We are reviewing the game. The game. Uh, it, I had a thing for this. God damn it! Yes, we're reviewing God of War Ragnarok. Came out at the end of 20, 2022. I almost said twenty eighteen. Jesus Christ! And gentlemen, yeah, gentlemen, what do you got? What What do you guys think? How would you, you be shocked to say that this is a good video game? I would, any, would, would that shock anybody in this room. I, I don't think anyone would shock it. Would it would shock anyone? But but before we get a little, before we adventure on, I just want to say spoilers for God of War Ragnarok. Grayson is in the chat right now. He says, "Woo, God of War, love." He beat the game, so he knows. So yeah, spoilers for God of War Ragnarok. Just laying that out there, right here, right now. Sorry, Brandon, to cut you off. So what did you think about Ragnarok? I think it is a very good game that doesn't quite hit the heights of 2018. I agree with that uh, 200%. I might be the outlier. I do agree that uh, some mechanic, me- mechanics-wise, it doesn't do anything different. But story-wise, I loved it. This to me, this was like number this this game was number two on my top 15 things for a reason. This game was mm-hmm. phenomenal. I had an absolute blast playing this game. It definitely went from I I have to play it because I want to play it, and then because I was going between this and Pokemon for a little bit, but then I was like, okay, I need to beat this because A, I for this show, and also I want to write a review for it for Fusion. And then it became no, I want to play this. I it's I'm not just powering through this game anymore. I want to explore. I want to try and complete this game. Mm-hmm. And I mean, we'll get into it. So for uh, should we go with the story or should we go with the beca- game mechanics first? Let's go with the game well, mechanics. Yeah. Yeah. Because I think so. So I'll just get I'll I'll, I'll get the ball rolling. Um, mm-hmm. I think Ryan will agree with me when I say that like it's the same gameplay from the first game. It there is. are some differences. Uh, yeah. There's some new powers and attacks that you can do. Um, I think it. I think I was both grateful and disappointed in that because like it felt it felt like slipping into a glove, right? It Familiar. felt like. Oh right! I know how to play this game. I played this game for hours. Um, I'm you get right into the swing of things. Um, where I think it mostly falters is with the spear. Um, you got to spe- you get the the dropner spear early, dropner, yeah. the late later into the game, and I like that game as a long range weapon. As a close range weapon, I think it leaves a little to be desired. Mm-hmm. That's fair. I I I like it a lot. Um, my problem. Uh, I agree with that. I think I, uh, the combat is very familiar. I don't think it should take you 20 hours before you get your next weapon. Hmm. That is 
you, we've all played ev all the God of War games. You remember those original games, how often you, like, it's not every minute, but you were getting new weapons, like, every couple hours. And every mm -hmm. single God of War game, you have multiple weapons. So I expected you to get new weapons in this game. And by the time I was, like, 15 hours in, I'm like, am I not, are we really not getting another weapon in this game? Is this yeah, really about doing? And that's not a bad thing. It's good combat, but it's very familiar. It was definitely, I was, I want to say with 2018's God of War, with 2018 God of War, you were about 20 or so, maybe 10 hours into the game. 10 like, and you, 20 hours are very different, Ben. You need to... Yeah, yeah you were... <laughs> that is double the length of a game. I think he was, he was agreeing He was agreeing with... You were agreeing with Ryan, right? Yeah, yeah, because like in God of War, in 2018, you got the Blades of Chaos at the definite halfway point of the game, which was, I want to say, 10 hours in. I could be mistaken. Yeah, it's also... This game's double the length of the first game. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, that def. I definitely felt the length, but at the same time, I wasn't angry about the length, though. No, but I do. I do want to agree with Brandon, where because I was thinking about this going into the, about the controls and how this game plays, because it's very much the same. After a while, you get used to the groove. I want to say Santa Monica Studios definitely went with a "if it ain't broke, don't fix it" sort of motif, because the problem with sequels, or not the problem with sequels, but the challenge sequels face is how do we we have a great foundation. How do we make that foundation built better? Because you do have a lot of, I want to say there's some games out there that do make the foundation better and they regress and make the, and make the foundation worse. There are definitely games like that. So with God and of you know War. What? You're, you're right real quickly, just to just bounce into what you're saying. You're right. That mm -hmm. one of the things that, that I do appreciate with the game is that you don't start at zero again. Like you, right. you don't start over. You, you are still a powerful person who has, who has this axe and the blades of chaos and you don't start from zero again you you start from a different point but you are still it, you are bouncing off of what had come before and that that's you know a positive i think essentially yeah. you don't get metroided no you know what sure. I, you know what game i the, i think the i don't think it's the greatest sequel ever made but i think uh starting you at a base and giving you more i think the best version of that is batman arkham city because oh, that can sure. start yeah. you with a lot of the same stuff and then you double you double. You get so much tech that I don't even care about using, but they give it to you. Kingdom Hearts Two is also a good example for building yes. on the foundations of oh, something yes. of something of what came before because they improved the combat in Kingdom Hearts Two. They made so they had so many different play styles in Kingdom Hearts. Yeah, I mean we could go on and talk about other games, but I want to say with God of War Ragnarok, while they went with the don't if it ain't broke don't fix it, there are still a few things in there a few nuggets of this is different and we have to get used to it like definitely the drop near spear when i first got it it took me a while to get used to it i will not lie yeah it was it was a little bit but after i got used to it after i started playing with it and i realized like okay this is actually i actually started really enjoying the spear this it has I mean, my was favorite, a, um uh l i don't remember if l2 or r2 but it has my favorite ability where you rain down spears on people that's oh yeah cool. yeah <laughs> i'm that's a big my, fan of that that is my favorite too. And let's just say that helped me a lot with the berserker fights. Jesus oh H. I'm on the last king. I'm on the king right now. I tried to kill the king the other day. I got, I got. And do you have, have you killed the trolls yet? Not yet. You should go do that and then go fit the king again. Kill the trolls first. I need to find yes. the trolls too. Jesus H. Every time I was. Oh. Oh. No, go ahead. Go ahead. No, no. Cause every time I remember when I was traveling around the nine re or the realms and Mimir would talk about a troll. I'm like, I would look at the troll. I'm like, I'm going to have to fight this fucker soon. Aren't I? Yeah. All right. And then I picked up the thing. I was like, Oh, we could wake that up. And it took me a long time to realize. Cause I think I was talking with Brandon off, uh, off mic about the game. 
And then he said, "Hey, did you fight the trolls yet?" I'm like, "What trolls?" I'm like, "Oh, now I remember." It was like a, a memory was. Unlocked. Yeah, you need a you need like an amulet to wake them up, and and yeah. they they drop an aura that can create the best armor in the game, mm-hmm. um, and it's awesome. So, I so like, I know it, I am not negative on the combat. I think the combat is good. My problem is that it takes considerably it takes a very long time into the game before i feel like i'm doing more stuff that than, than what i want to do than what's initially yeah. given to me because it is mm-hmm. a lot of the same abilities and like i can i can only swing an axe so many times before i'm like yeah well what's what's happening after this um and luckily there's like things like you know like the augments and there's like different abilities you can use and like and a trace being there's really cool and when you get to play as a trace i really if it was just kratos this entire game i definitely wouldn't be as positive i think the atreus stuff's yeah. awesome i love playing I, Atreus. Yeah. I love playing yeah. Atreus. I think the Atreus stuff is is great. I really I really love his gameplay. Um, I, I like his combat style. I love transforming into those animals um, yeah. when you can control that. Absolutely, hundred percent. Love. Oh it. yeah, yeah. When you're the first time you could transform into a wolf, it was like so satisfying. It's like yeah, yeah. That you was there are a couple. Now. There are definitely a couple like 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 I jump out of my chair cheer moments and like the first time you 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 get to transform into the wolf as a tray as yourself. I'm yeah. like that's that's that was one of the times when I came back to the podcast extremely positive because I just got to that moment and I'm like mm-hmm. this is what I was waiting for something like this where I get to turn into a wolf. Uh, yeah, and then I gotta wait. Then I gotta go to and iron I, and stuff. I'm really happy that we kind of get some stuff with Freya. I think Freya is a good like. Um, uh, like she's basically a Treyas when you when you don't have a Treyas. There's um, a lot of companions in this game, which is awesome. Yeah, and I, and I really like playing with with Freya because there's. I guess we won't get. I don't want to get into story stuff yet. Um, but Freya, I'm I'm really positive on overall. Um, Me too. But the um, the combat stuff with um, Atreus is was always the highlight. And the first time I remember when we were transitioning to Atreus, I was like, oh, are we? Are we going to play as Atreus? And like, I even think Atreus has the strongest story elements when you're playing as him. Also, mm-hmm. I would, I definitely agree with that. But definitely playing as Atreus for the first time threw me for a loop because I, I want to say there was a good thirty or forty seconds. I'm staring at the screen, waiting for the cutscene to continue. I'm like, wait a, because the, the yeah, like, wait um, a minute. <laughs> well, the thing is, the heads up display didn't like his health bar and all his other stuff didn't pop up for me. So I'm like. No, and then I moved the stick, and he's walking along. I'm like, "Oh shit! I get to play as a trace now." This is actually, and that was to me one of the def- definitely one of the nuggets where the team decided, "Okay, what can we do here that's different?" You play as a Atreus, and that's that's the biggest chunk of the game. Like, yeah. right. mm-hmm. But that's the biggest attractor for me is that there's not enough that's different about this game, and I right. feel like if this was the second part of a trilogy. I would feel differently, but because this is the final part of the Norse mythology, I am a little emotionally, especially let down because I think that the kind of talking a little bit about the story, I think half of this game is very well paced, very well structured, a good story. And then the second half of this game is very rushed. And I really wish it wasn't. And this is what really bums me out, Brandon, because you're a hundred percent right. But I liked the things I was doing more in the second half than as to the first half. I felt we were taking mm-hmm. two... This is a game that takes too long and doesn't have enough time at the same time, which I don't yeah. understand how, because it's a four, It's almost a 40-hour game if you want to do everything. Like, the first half, it takes... I think it takes a really long time for you to get to tier to to uh, break them out of the mine. I think that takes a long time. I think the Ironwood section, which is the Internet's, like... The, the, the Ironwood section is, like, the worst part of the game, in my opinion. And, mm-hmm. and that bums me out, because that is... I That's a section I should love. And I am I'm a person who loves slowing down, just talking, breathing with the characters. But God, that gak moves so slow. Oh yeah. my God. 
I, that, we were there for like two hours doing nothing. And I'm like, this is this is the final God of War game of, of this. We're not going to see another God of War game for a long time. Mm-hmm. And we're spending two hours just yakking around. Uh, and, and sure, is that good for is that good for a trace of story? Sure, but like I don't. It took. Do I need to skip rock seven times? But here's the, but here's the issue. Here's the here's here's the issue with that. I think when you boil it down, there's a lot of dialogue in this game, and that's not necessarily a, ba- a bad thing when you're not talking all. about. It's a little weird for God of War to talk about dialogue scenes, admittedly. Um, but like. The, there's a lot in this game and a, and it's because it's doing a lot of heavy lifting to finish the story. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and that's kind of where, where I wish that we had spent, I wish that the, that it was reversed, that we spent um, more time on the second half of the game. We paced that a little bit, a little bit more outwards and we had more to do in there and less time in the beginning half of the game. I wish yeah. that was the game that we played. And maybe I'd feel stronger about that because there was, because that we're doing more with the stuff that I like in the game, but I feel like that should have been its own game. It, I would def- it feels like real quick, man. It feels like mm-hmm. we watched three hours of Infinity War, and then Endgame was thirty minutes long. Yeah, because mm. like the final, like the final attack on on uh, um, Asgard. Uh, Asgard. I'm like, oh wow, we're doing it, and then it kind of like it's over. Before, like it's it's pretty quick. It's pretty quick, and I'm like. Man, that was a lot of buildup, I guess. Man. Yeah. <laughs> definitely, I would have to agree with Ryan about how the first half of the game was definitely slower, and the second half of the game was just, which really got me hyped, really wanted me to continue back. And because we're we're at Ragnarok's doorstep, but getting to like getting to tier, getting into that mine, I will agree was a slog. A lot of the parts of the early game that like I said earlier, I was jumping between God of War and Pokemon. Well, I'm mm-hmm. still I haven't touched Pokemon in a few weeks because I finally got to a point in God of War. I want to say when Freya, like when Kratos and Freya really started traveling together, that is when I really became more invested in the game. It's like, no, I need yeah. to beat this. I I have the I got the drive. I got the drive to play this video game and to go through it and beat as much as I can. Cause I was not only was I was I it was that perfect mesh of not only am I playing this game because I um, I have commitments I need to fulfill, but I want to play this game because yeah. I am having fun playing it. Definitely the first, ooh, like the first five hours is definitely, it's like going to Spartalheim for the first time. That's awesome. But God, that mine, I hate it. <laughs> it, it, I just, I just felt like, and again, I would, I, if this were the second game in a trilogy, I wouldn't feel bad about it. But like, we spend so much time, I feel like not doing much to get to an ending that we rush to get to. Yeah. Um, and I just, I, I found that kind of, kind of baffling. And so, you can tell, like, you can tell that they didn't, they say that they made the decision early enough where it didn't impact development. I don't believe that. I don't believe that they <laughs> thought they were only making one game at the start of this game. I don't believe that. Mm-hmm. I don't, it doesn't, I don't think it shows in the game that we played. No, it really doesn't. And Ben brought up brought up Freya, brought up Freya, and so I'll I'll use that as a good point, uh, jumping off point to talk a little bit about Freya. Um, maybe we can dive into her. I love Freya. I love Freya. I really like what they do with her in this game yeah. when she's on screen. Yeah. Um. So in the so I really like what they do with her being you know the the thirst for vengeance to try to fight. Uh, to try to kill Kratos because of what happened to uh, Balder. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and Kratos strongly saying, no, we don't want to attack her. We don't want to fight her. We don't want to kill her. She's our friend. And like being wrangled into doing the, the Vanaheim stuff, which I really like the Vanaheim map. 
Um, I think it's a really pretty, and I really like the mechanic that you can change the time of day. Mm-hmm. Um, and you have, and you have a lot of really good dialogue moments talking to Freya about what you did in Greece when you killed your daughter. Um, with, uh, when you're talking about your brother Deimos, which is yeah. fun, fun deep cut, which is from um, the PSP games. Yeah. Um, and, and Freya kind of learning, there's a lot of steps. There's a lot of talking about like Freya l- learning to forgive Kratos and, uh, doing that, doing a, a lot of that story. And that's all really good. And then the yeah. rest of her story happens off screen. And I was very upset about that. My, I, Freya is probably, I don't want to say my favorite character. Cause I think there's a lot of great characters, but like when, when I was with Freya, she is my favorite character. Yeah. Um, I know that's a weird thing to say. My, my biggest problem is I think. She has like the best quest in the game, and it's a side quest. Her side quest to like get the like the marriage stuff from Odin and stuff. I'm yeah. like, this oh, should yeah. have been main quest shit. Cause that stuff is valuable and it's important. And you get so much insight into who Freya is and her relationship with Odin. She married she married him and it was like an arranged or whatever, and she liked it at the time. She was also maybe a bad person. And then she grew up and realized he's the worst person imaginable to be married to. And it's like all that stuff you could miss. Yeah. And Getting, that bums me out because all of the best mm-hmm. stuff with her is, is off screen if you don't look for it. So since we're talking about some off screen and some side quest stuff, there is one thing about this game that it's that truly is my biggest. Wait, is this goal. about is this about Freya? Because I have one more thing I want to talk about Freya. It's quick. not about Freya, but you go do you do your thing, then we'll jump into my thing. So I just want to real quickly explain what I mean what I mean by like uh, a lot of her development happens off screen afterwards because once she pairs off with Freya, um Oh, the worst she has, character in the game. She has all these adventures, you know, connecting with Freyr, finding the Valkyries, getting an army, all that stuff. All that stuff happens off screen. Why the hell weren't didn't we see any of that? Why isn't that part of the game? Why aren't we still with Freya? And Freyr's and because of that, I feel like Freyr's sacrifice means nothing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So let me tell you, uh, Freyr. We'll back it up. God of War twenty eighteen. Uh, that is a tight game. There are no wasted characters. No one's introduced, and I think they don't deserve to be here. I think all the characters are good. We get a much bigger cast in this game. Obviously, it's a sequel. That makes sense. We got to introduce a lot of people. Freyr? That dude sucks. Yeah. He, first of all, he doesn't sound like anyone else. It's it's Brett Dalton. It's it's Ward from Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, he just sounds like a California dude. Uh, he just shows up and he's supposed to be really important and he has a cool boat that we don't use. I guarantee you that is a cut thing from the game. Why would they introduce that boat thing only for us to never use it? It's we only use we it only get to time. use it once. Yeah, yeah, to go to the crater. That's it. Yeah, I I guarantee that was a that was a that was a cut thing. Um also we're in <laughs> so I don't care about Freyr or when he dies. I I could not care less. There's a there's a big dude on that boat who gets killed by a dragon. Everyone's really dramatic about it. I don't know who that I didn't know who that guy was. That oh, was Brigier? the least, say it again. Regeer. Sure. He I, I save him 20 hours later in the crater when I go do the extra stuff. But when that dude gets killed or quote unquote killed by the dragon on the boat. It's this huge dramatic scene and everyone's freaking out. I'm like, you literally just introduced him to me. I don't know who that is. I cannot care about this character. I didn't know who he was. And Freyr's Freyr's sword. We're talking about a little bit about how Ragnarok is rushed. When that sword shows up, Freyr's like, okay. So I guess that's yeah. how that connected. Yeah, because that, that was Ingrid. That's Ingrid. That was the sword of Tracy. And, I will, I mean, it is that is that is that is real Norse lore or whatever that that he did have a flying sword, but like yeah, that cool. didn't, that felt it, it felt like it was like oh we need to connect it to something. It's his it's his sword. 
I have another issue that I want to bring up, but Ben started talking about a little something uh, before. Um, well, this, so. this is what this is what this we're not talking about. This isn't me talking about story, but it's also still going to like the game mechanics and stuff about the game and whatnot. My biggest gripe with this game, and even when I say biggest gripe, I'm not gonna like say it's a horrible thing because games do this every once in a while. It happens. I'm just kind of annoyed when they do. It's when side quests are locked post game. Mm. Mm. Okay. Now. That? Now, um, in God of War 2018, one of my favorite things to do was find up, and with a lot of action RPGs and, and RPGs in general, one of the things I do strive towards is I'd like to get as overpowered as I possibly can oh, yeah. and, and be prepared for the final boss gauntlet. Because in yeah. a lot of games, the final boss gauntlet truly tests your abilities, and your boy likes to come prepared to beat some ass. And... In God of War 2018, that happened with the Valkyries. If you're able to kill all the Valkyries, you get some of the best armor in the game. The same with the Muspelheim Trials, the Surter Trials. You get the, some of the best gear to go in and just kick ass and take names. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You cannot do that in God of War 2018, or God of War Ragnarok. Because one of the Berserker Stones is blocked off endgame. It's the one in uh, um, Niflheim. And also the Trolls. Oh, you're right. You can't get to the one in Niflheim mm-hmm. until you until yeah, you're right. Exactly. And not to say mm-hmm. not to degrade oh, yeah. post-game content no, because yeah. post-game content happens a lot. But I mean, thankfully, there was still a lot of side quests I could do. I will I did all the side quests in the creator. I got like the build I have on Kratos right now is dragon armor with um the crystal gauntlets and the crystal um waistband. Mm-hmm. That and I max and I got that all up to maximum, so I'm able. So to me, that's is like that the one the that best. slows time. Is that the one that slows time when you dodge? Uh, no, dodge? that's that's the berserker one. I think that's the one I, I I have. I don't think it's a berserker one. Um, oh, it's not a berserker one. There is a realm tear gauntlet that allows you to uh, that if you do a perfect dodge, time slows down for like a brief moment. It's mm-hmm. great. I use it all the time. I love it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I use the Heimdall sword for that one. <laughs> I just use have that as a relic, but. To me, to me, like going into the final fight, being overpowered, and even like the Ragnarok armor that Lunda can make you before Ragnarok. Oh, Lunda! I, I love Lunda, but dear <laughs> God, great. that armor that armor sucks. <laughs> yeah, the first... Ragnarok armor, the, the Destiny armor that she gives you sucks. It's absolute garbage. And then it's like I got this sick dragon armor with this with these crystal gauntlets and this crystal waistband that's like already ten times better. Yeah, and just to me, I mean, don't get me wrong, I was already overpowered going to this going to the final fight. But something was just bugging me because a lot of times I if I am trying to complete a game, I like completing it before I get to the final. Like the final boss is the final nail in the coffin of all the stuff I need to beat. Mm. You know what, Ben? I'm going to actually say that's a feature of this game that I quite like. Um, The fact that Mm -hmm. there are things that you can't do until the game is over. Like, for example, there's Mm -hmm. the. um, You know what, Ben? You didn't you didn't beat the game before we're doing this. I'm going to spoil. I might spoil something for you. Um, So spoiler mode, baby. We're in spoiler spoiler mode, dude. Oh, Did yeah. you find tier? Yes. Okay. The real tier. I found um, the real tier. Yes. Good. Right. Okay. So yes. I literally that... did that. You told me to go back to Niflheim to the Raven Tree because there's another path there. And I yeah. walked down said path and ta-da, there he is. And I really like I really like that because what I what I think this game has is some incredible post-game content. Things that you can that. only find after the game is over. And I'm mm-hmm. and I, I I really appreciate that it creates while the game is long and to begin with, it creates a more, a longer experience because going after I was done, quite honestly, I wasn't ready. I wasn't satisfied. I wasn't ready. I wasn't satisfied with this, with this game ending here. And 
there were there were more things to do that felt integral to the story, like um, through finding Thor's hammer, yes. uh, and and Alphonse, which is awesome. What's the what's too. the uh the, the 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 kid who looks like Link? Ben, the blonde kid who's wearing like the Link outfit from Breath Skulder, of the Wild. Skilled, Skulder. Skulder. Did you find mm-hmm. him trying to get the coin out that you threw over the wall? You find he he's he's trying to pull the coin that you threw off the wall or whatever. In or, um, uh, um, in, for, in Midgard, in the Lake of Nine. In Midgard, um, yeah. I when, when, her, when Odin gives gives Kratos a coin, uh, like passes to Asgard, free passes to Asgard. Essentially, they make they. It's in the beginning of the game. They Kratos throws the throws the coin and and, and uh, um, Atreus and and uh, Mimir are like good riddance. Um, mm-hmm. That landed in a pillar in the Lake of Nine. That's Gildir is trying to get out. Okay, I have a game. I haven't found skill. I haven't found Skilder yet, but I'm pretty sure because uh, last last time I saved it, I want to say I was in the Lake of Nine. Judging from the comments, yeah, that you didn't see the sleeping dragon that you can awaken as well. No, but the second Grayson was kind enough to tell me where the dragon was, it makes sense because I want to say I saw this big giant dragon statue on Dragon Beach where I went to go take out the um the Asgard camp there. And I'm like, mm-hmm. was that dragon statue there before? And now I realize, oh, I'm an idiot. Of course it's on Dragon Beach. I so, start- <laughs> go ahead. I was gonna say, like, I'm I'm trying not to be totally negative, but like I, it does bum me out a little bit that some of the extra content you get is just fighting the the bosses from the previous game. Yeah, because <laughs> it's just trolls and dragons, which you fought in the last game, and there's no mm-hmm. new animations. It's the same animations you kill them over and over again. Which and you again, tro- I understand. And, and if you do the greater, you fought trolls and dragons. You fought you fight a few trolls here and there. Those were fun fights. The dragons, I think, like you fought like what, three fights, different. Though. You fight like three different types of dragons. The the Drickies, the ones that's behind Ryan right now. Um, oh, the Drakes, who are these those big elephant, giant tusk looking things, and of course your standard dragons that are that fly and are actually really fun fights. I had a lot of fun fighting those monsters. I love the creator, like the, the fact that I Me discovered too. a new zone that's like, oh, here's extra ten hours of content that you can do. Uh, and watching, I watched so many interviews with the creative director, and he's like, we basically there was an experiment that this one guy wanted to do. He's like, can I put a zone within the zone? And he did it. And then they're like, wow, that's really cool. Let's build up upon that. And then we'll make it like its own little thing. Uh, and there's a mystery. Really cool. There's a mystery around the crater that Freya um, had fought Thor. And that's why there's yeah. another lightning bolt. Mm-hmm. Um, by the way, Deborah Ann Wool appears in this game as Freya. Beautiful, yeah. wonderful. She's great. I love her. I'm glad I didn't get that spoiled for me. Because uh, uh, by no one's, uh, uh, the actors themselves are spoiling it. They're like, hey, yeah. it's been three days. I'm in God of War Ragdrock. And like, give some people a chance. Because um, uh, Bear McCreary was like the one I saw where I was like, hey, I'm in this game. I'm like, that's cool, man. Good for you. Um, yeah. Okay. Bear McCreary, I want to be upset about. Um, because he's, 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 he plays he's Rob. He plays Rob. He, yeah. He's, he, he's the guy who hangs out uh, with, with the, Durlin, contractor guy. Durlin, Durlin. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, fun fact. Um, this game very. It's beautiful. It's gorgeous, right? I had two. I had two bugs that I that has never really happened on a uh, a super high budget game like this before. Like you know, Last of Us. You know, uh, Ghost of Shima, All these games. Um, Bear McCreary's model looked like it was from the PS3 when I was talking to him for the first time. It's like his pictures <laughs> did not load in, so he looked like a square monster, and I'm just Ooh. like. This wow, that's this is just a bummer on my case. And I had a second bug, which is a game breaking bug that happened at the end of the game. Oh, no. Where after I beat Odin, you remember you have the long walk at the end and you basically check in with everyone 
like, mm-hmm. oh, you're doing this. And like, it's like a long, long hallway and it takes forever. Well, the mm-hmm. door that's supposed to open at the end doesn't open. <laughs> so <laughs> no. I'm just walking around going, what did I miss? And then I look it up and I watch a video of you opening the door automatically. And I'm like, well, I guess I have to redo this. So I have to do that thing for 15 minutes again. <laughs> at least I beat um, it. I don't know if this is a, okay, it's not really a, a game. It's not a game breaking bug. It's just something that to me is really annoying. Cause you know, when you go into the shop to upgrade weapons, there's like little exclamation parts on the, on the bottom of the bar that tell you, Hey, there's something you could upgrade for the longest time. I don't know when exactly this happened. There was an exclam. There's an exclamation. It's still freaking there too. There's an exclamation mark mark over my weapons. And I go through all my weapon tabs to see what's there to do. And it's nothing new. It's yeah, all the I weapons the same, I've gathered. I have the same it, bug pisses me off because it's like i don't have it i upgraded the handles i want i upgraded the stuff i want it's all upgraded my blades of chaos leviathan drop near they're all good they're all maxed out all the stuff i like on those weapons is maxed out what the f am i missing and it's still there and still pisses me the f off it's not it's it's really it's it's odd because it's just something that's like hey there's something here i was like no there's fucking not no it would that would bother the shit out of me too i, I get you yeah, I have the same. I have the same bug. I want to talk about a positive. Yes, oh, yeah. positive, positive. I really like Angerboda. Um, I do too. I think she. So in mm-hmm. Norse mythology, not to talk about the source material. Uh, in Norse mythology, Angerboda is nothing. She is called the mother of monsters, and she only exists to birth the three gi- the three monster giants of Ragnarok, Jormungandr, Fenris, and Hela. Hela. Um, and after that, mm-hmm. before and after that, she does not appear in mythology. And that sucks because mm-hmm. I mean that's just what that was that's what, how, that's how she, she so, just goes up and hangs out with the anti-monitor. So yeah. what I really like about this is that they make Angraboda a um kind of a, a a guiding hand for Atreus up until the moment that it's prophesized. And then she's wondering, well, what's next for me? What do I do next? Nothing. I guess I just I don't know what. And then I so I really like that kind of agency of like. I'm not just here for your prophecy. I am. Mm-hmm. And that's how their love story creates because Atreus Loki is telling her like, no, you, I don't, you shouldn't be just prophecy for me. You should yeah. be your own giant. And why, so why don't you go find the other, your, the other Jotuns? Yeah. yeah. Um, I think that's, and I really like that story and I really like mm-hmm. that inclusion. I yeah, do too. I, I think I, besides the fact that I don't like the section itself that she's in, I think her, I think she is a great character. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not. I was also. I also agree. I'm not the biggest fan of Ironwood until we get to her grandma. That's fun. That's my favorite part of the game. Fighting big grandma when everything's Uh big. Oh my god, I wanted to do that forever. That was so fun. Yeah. Um. But I also have to. I also want to say good on the writers because they take something about prophecy or people who prophesy stuff, and there's something that we don't really talk about a whole lot. It's like, what do we do after the prophecy? Yeah. Like Angry but like like Brandon, you just mentioned Angry Bota's part of how she's like, no, this is my distance, this is what I do. And then she's like, and she does the thing, and she's like, Well shit, what do I do now? And then Dretrace is there is like, whatever the heck you want, baby. Do what you, do what you, what you gotta do. And it's and it's weighing on her from the moment you meet her because she has been preparing for Atreus mm-hmm. to show up. So what happens when he's gone? There is nothing that no, no one talks about Angerboda after Atreus leaves Ironwood. So what what does she do next? And I, so I, I really appreciate that level of story, um, which ties into like the whole idea of fate and, and uh, that the fate is bullshit theme that we're doing in this game, because when we meet the Norns and they're just like, no, there's no such thing as fate. We just predict you. We're just so good at predicting what you're going to do. You're predictable. 
You're all mm-hmm. predictable. Um, yeah. So I really like that sequence. Again, too short. Um, yeah. Yeah. Anyway. So I really like I love, uh, uh When you have Ingraboda as a companion, she throws like paint. That shit mm-hmm. looks so cool. That's like this big paint, paint burst. And I'm like, man, every time you get a new companion and they have their own cool abilities that they do, like you even get Sindri at one point on your team. Yeah. I'm like, I'm I'm surprised how many people keep like interchanging as a, as a homie. That's like, it was really yeah. cool. Yeah, Kratos, and, Kratos and Brock as a partnership was great. That's um, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. That's I cool. really liked when Throod comes in to help. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love Throod. Throod is one of Throod is. So I, I love I love Angraboda, but man, Throod is definitely one of my favorite characters in this game. I like well, the second she shows up and you think that she wants you dead for what she did to her brothers, but then she's like, "You, you did what you got to do, so we're doing shit now. So let's go. Let's well, go explore." Because she's because she's told by her mother, it's like, "No, Magni and Modi were assholes. Mm-hmm. It's time to let them go. They deserved yeah. it, quite frankly." Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. So does Thor. Until so, until he doesn't, I guess. Oh my god. Well, oh, but that's the thing. So like I really like Atreus because you brought up Thrud. I really like Atreus on Asgard. I'll, and mm-hmm. most of what I really like, I fully admit, is because I think the Asgard stuff with Atreus on Asgard is some of the strongest stuff. And I I think I feel that way because I think Richard Schiff as Odin is uh, is is astoundingly good. Great. Oh yeah. Rick, like I have no problems with any of the performances in the game at all. Oh no, He's Richard killing. Schiff. Right, uh, just to see Ryan Hurst, who played Opie in Sons of Anarchy, That's come so back, crazy. and just the fact that he's doing something like this, and he just kills it. Like uh, when I'm in Muspelheim and I'm exploring with him in uh, in Muspelheim and in Niflheim, it's just like the parts with Thor, and like especially at the end of the Muspelheim bit, where he's like, he tells Loki, he's like, Loki, you're a good kid, but you gotta be careful, you know. It's like, oh, they do care. But we're working for a master manipulator and a psychopath because that's because that's what I so some of this everything with Odin. I think Odin is really well written. I really like the idea of like this kind of like snake tongue devil. Like he's, I I even got to the point where I was like, no, I believe you, Odin. I'm with you, Odin, because like he oh, yeah. and so like he he keeps Thor drunk because that's the only way you can control Thor, and he doesn't value Thor at all. Um, and Odin, but he also I don't think Odin values anyone but himself. Right, he just but he pretends to, but he pretends to, especially Heimdall and especially Loki. Um, but but Thor is the one where he's completely mask off. Like he's yeah. he does not pretend to like Thor, and that's really messing with Thor. But that's how Odin controls Thor. Yeah, he can control everyone else with his silver tongue. Like, oh, I actually care about you when I really don't. He can't Thor because Speaking Thor is masks. desperate for the attention. My favorite mask from Son of the Mask, starring Jamie 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 Kennedy. Because that Loki mask. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah, that's 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 a most analogy. So that's... I, I, I thought, did we need to collect three pieces on the mask? Uh, did we need to collect the mask? I, it, it, it's the it's the give and the take because like I I'm happy that I got to spend time with all these characters, but like that's like five hours of you just going to get something, and it doesn't mm-hmm. matter. It, 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 in the end, it doesn't matter. Yeah, um, he breaks he breaks it and it goes back into the tear, and that's what gets that's definitely what starts the fight with Odin. I don't um, know if I needed I don't know if I need resolution with like the mask or like an actual truth or Odin looking in. Like I don't know if I needed any resolution for that, but like it felt like it kind of kind of just like pooted out at the end with all that stuff. And it's like I, I don't know if I needed it either, but I needed a resolution that wasn't just Actually, the mask didn't matter to the story. So th- those five hours that you did, sorry. 
Yeah, yeah. I, I would I would say I was I would hope for I was hoping for some, a little something more with a mass speed, especially since like maybe um Atreus would betray Odin, put it on and look into the truth of creation and see truth or or I thought that's what was gonna see. happen. I was hoping for something like that and uh, but yeah, the, the fact that he breaks it, it was like I, I saw it coming from a mile away. It's like he's either gonna put it on himself or he's gonna break it. One of these two things is gonna happen. Or Odin, or what I thought, Odin was gonna put it on and go crazy after you yeah. fought him. So, so here's here's I said a positive anger about it, so now I'll give it a negative, and I'll do a positive after, kind of make a nice sandwich. Love it. Um, the the boss battles, while I, while I do like the gods that we meet. For the final game of Norse mythology, it's not big enough for me. And like I understand the 2018 set the bar set set a different standard for God of War games that bigger wasn't always better. And I understand that. And I understand that this is very much like, you know, you know, open your heart to suffering and pain and destiny be damned and blah blah blah. But if 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 Ragnarok is the war to end all wars, I did not get that from this game. Yeah. Do you know what would have helped? Is if maybe Jormungandr wasn't a background character and Serta was just kind of doing a doing a motion every now and then, dude. The build up, like you going to Serta, meeting Serta. I'm like, this dude's vibe is really weird, and I love it. His wife has got his heart. He's got her. Whatever. This is all dope. I love Norse mythology. Like him becoming the big monster at in, at the center of the cosmos. Oh, that shit is so cool. And then the, and like, I think the, it's gonna turn into like a big God of War game, and it kind of just doesn't do that. And you know what? Honestly, sorry, Ben, real quickly. Honestly, this is the game to have done the big God of War game. Like, I don't I don't know if I needed it to, but like so okay, so like what if instead of Thor and Normagander just kind of fighting until you trigger him until you trigger Dormagander to go back in time? Way in the background. <laughs> Way in the background, what if you were fighting Thor on top of Jormungandr, and that was a that was a boss battle instead of just kind of an just kind of outside of Asgard? Like, so, what if there was some more interesting set pieces rather than just kind of running down a track for Ragnarok? What if it was bigger? What if it was a third game? <laughs> no, yeah, uh, I it, it's really tricky because like I I understand I hundred percent get like it takes four to five years to make one of these games they. Uh, they don't want to work on one franchise for 15 years. I, I get that. Um, when you, Because this is God of War, this is a Sony first party. This is like, this is their big, hey, we get one of these a year. This is the big one, right? This is our Marvel big blockbuster. Like, we just kind of expect more. And specifically, because like you said, Brandon, that God of War 2018 is one of the greatest things, greatest pieces of video games ever made. Like, they set the bar too high. And not that, it's not that this game is bad in any way, but it just feels like none of the highs are as high as that first game. When I think of the finale of that first game, it's those two giant things, and you're you're ta- you're on top of those guys. And I'm like, I just don't know. I don't know with the trajectory of how this game starts to where it gets to. Like, I don't know. Garm is my favorite fight in the game. I think that's the coolest. When I told you guys, I feel like I'm playing God of War again. It's that entire Garm section because they they yeah. made that level to be a boss level where Garm is throughout the entire level. He's all that he's everywhere. You have to fight him in a big arena. That's when I felt like the most like this is God of War and I got the new weapons and I'm doing so much cool shit. And then it kind of fizzles out and like the fight with Thor again is cool. I think the fight with Odin is is fine. I, I think, think it's a totally. I was expecting it to be so crazy, and he's just like throwing yeah. lightning at you, and I'm like, uh. honestly, the Heimdall fight was my favorite fight. The Heimdall Garm rules. Was, that Heimdall's rules. great. Garm was Garm was my second favorite fight. The fight with Heimdall is good, but I do agree that the fight with Odin, like, yes, they're correct me if I'm wrong. The Odin's a two stage fight, correct? 
Yeah, but like Ben, we played, we played Elden Ring. How you know a second no, phase no, means he turns into a giant snake monster. <laughs> here, yeah, uh, uh, there was a there was a point. Uh, no, the sorry, fight yeah. with Odin. The fight with Odin. Definitely. I mean, look, hard fight. But at the end of it, I was you're right. I was expecting more. I was expecting him to get on his four legged horse to start trotting around and be a true. Whoa, 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 whoa! What's this? Sli- eight, Slipnir? What's his name? Eight legged horse, Sleepnir. Thank you. That, that's okay. what I meant. Sleepnir can't exist because he is Loki's child. Oh, that's right. Um, I, for, I forgot about that bit. Um, but but, it, but weirdly, weirdly, so this is kind of the thing about mythology that like gets me that like gets me going. Weirdly, the wall is already built, but the giant who created the wall, his horse is Sleepnir's father, and Loki is Sleepnir's mother. So that should have already Sleepnir should have already been born. Uh, Weird, right? <laughs> Norma Gander, go back in time. I mean, but if that's you, more of a that's more of a of a, a, a late in the late in 2018 they made Atreus Loki. Uh, right. That wasn't always oh, the plan. Yes, that's true. Okay, um, do you remember how all the giants were dead at the end of God of War and like mm-hmm. the, and like they're all and then like and then like no that was that was a, that was a trap to to to, to trick Odin. So that entire <laughs> the entire thing you did at the end of the game doesn't really matter that you saw all those dead giants. They don't really they weren't really dead. Don't worry about it. Well, I mean, yeah, because they put their souls in marbles. But one of the one of the things <laughs> that I do like, one of the things that I do like, is how they interpret Ragnarok when they're just like, actually, Ragnarok's not the destruction of the nine realms; it's the destruction of Asgard. And the giant who prophesized it didn't want Odin to know that. And I think that's pretty cool. This is okay. So this, yeah, this is a great thing. This is a great point to bring up Tyr and how Tyr was Odin the whole time. And there are clues the entire time. Like you know, just there's videos out online that you can see like. Um, there's raven feathers in his cell when you go to get tier. Um, there's a dude who spits on you when you enter Svaltaheim, and that's Odin in disguise. All the people that Odin is disguised as are in that prison that you go to to free tier at the end of the game. Uh, lots of lots of cool stuff. Um, when he sees that vision, sorry, Ben, when he sees that vision that Asgard is actually the one to get destroyed, tear freaks out, and that's not something tear should freak out about. And I didn't catch it, and nobody else caught it until afterwards. But uh, I think that is that is a pretty cool thing that 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 was there. That bit got spoiled for me by YouTube. Oh, like that it wasn't sucks. a YouTube, it wasn't a YouTube video that I was trying to watch. I was like flipping because you know how when you're on YouTube on your phone and they have those shorts things that yeah, in, in between yeah. videos. Yeah, that was the first thing it says. It's like signs that he, that Odin was here. I'm like, God damn it! But that's a bummer. <laughs> yeah, but thankfully the reveal was still heartbreaking. Mm-hmm. Like, it's the, truly incredible. Like honestly, yeah. it's the best part of the game story wise for me because like. That's a, it's something that you don't see coming necessarily unless you're yeah. like really looking. Mm-hmm. And then when it happens, Brock is dead and you're like, oh shit. What the, oh shit. Tears been Odin. And like, what I like about it so much is that Brock is the one to figure it out. Mm-hmm. And he doesn't quite know that lo- that he's Odin, but he's acting weird. He's like, wait, what's all this? Wait, how, how do you know how to get into Asgard all of a sudden? Why are you calling him Loki all of a sudden? What's going on? And yeah. like, he's, he's like really pushing. And everyone's like, Brock, what the hell are you talking about? Brock, Brock. And then he's the one to die. There's a there's a great uh, again like I, I didn't I, I didn't catch it but uh, nobody calls Freya Frigg but Odin and when Tyr meets Freya he says Frigg it's go good mm-hmm. to see you and I'm like damn that's that's some that's good writing right there that's pretty good I like mm-hmm. that I like the Tyr reveal a lot um, yeah and then like the the kind of like the game after that being like so like you 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 feel it with the 
with the with the characters like you feel angry you're like oh i was betrayed by this per by this person that i oh, yeah. we trusted tier that dude's like a different person sindri's messed up yeah like sindri and talking like every time when sindri is like at the end of the game with atreus like just sindri's short like being just the way he's so short with loki not not pun on his height <laughs> shut up shut it like the fact that he has that attitude and that when they put Odin's soul in the marble and he's just the one just, just yanking it out of Frey's head and smash it with a hammer, he's like, that's what happens next. And it's just like, oh, he just does not care. And what's what what I like about Sindri so much post the game post game is that like he looks at he looks at Atreus and like he's very very apologetic about Atreus. Like Atreus turned into a bear and whacked him in the face, and he and he still go, goes to a path of forgiveness. Um Maybe not right away, but he's still like, you know, and then like, he's like, we gave you everything. We gave you our home. You knew and you brought this thing into our home that killed my brother. Uh, and he's like, so done with like what he sees as this self, this selfish act that Atreus has been doing for years because they've been working together for years. Mm-hmm. And I, and he says it like, I give and I give and I give and I give and you take and take and take and you never give and you never, you know, you know it's, it's just, it's a really intense moment that I really yeah. like. Yeah. Um, um, yeah. And then like going to like, uh, again, like some people won't go, won't go to the funeral because they don't even know that like a post game, there's a funeral where you can roll credits. Uh, it's somebody, I, I didn't realize this, but somebody brought it up when this is the first time, because you know how dwarves can like, can like, they can like shit between realms and they, they like disappear. You, this is the first time you actually see it happen in front of you. Uh, when after Brock dies, Sindri just vaporizes. He just disappears in between in between the folds, well, and you never really you never see it happen on screen like that. Well, I, I'll, I'll push back. I think you see it happen after Brock dies. Like well, no, that's time. what I mean. Well, that's that's what that's what I'm talking about. Sorry, yeah, that's okay. literally yeah. what he said. Yeah, yeah, but you're right. It's the only time. Sorry, not the only time because we see it later. But it's the first time that happens, mm-hmm. and it's a really powerful. I love it because like this, the background is getting darker uh much more misty everyone everyone is leaving the screen and the camera gets closer and closer to Sindri and then disappears mm-hmm. just right in front of us it's a great moment yeah that, that is a good spot um yeah. or a good moment uh i love heimdall sh- uh i i think you know he, he has a great fight uh he's he's played by scott porter who is great he's played so many marvel heroes uh now he gets to be on he's bucky and he's bucky and the winter soldier in the avengers game that's hmm. great. Uh, Heimdall's such a jerk. I love him. Uh, it was so great to be, like be Kratos and like Kratos is like, I'm not gonna kill him. Not killing him. Me done with killing. Shit. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, like, there's there's get- here's here's a positive. I'll I'll finish my sandwich with um, Kratos' story of trying to be better of trying not to go down the path of vengeance trying to avoid ragnarok like he's because the trace is like what if we can't avoid it he's like we will we're not going to fight this war we're not not our fate we are not our fate um and like he he's talking and like when he realizes that ragnarok is inevitable that he has to fight in this right he's so angry he's like must all all paths i take lead to vengeance Mm -hmm. um and like he's so rageful he's so angry about it he's just like is this all i am is this all i'm meant to be in life uh i think that's a really good storyline for kratos to take in this game and christopher judge is so good Mm -hmm. oh yeah uh i Uh, I think I re- oh go ahead Ben you had a point sir. Yeah, I was I was gonna say also like a lot of I would say Oscar worthy scenes are in this game. Yeah, 
the scene when Freya gets her her freedom after oh, killing. That's so uh, good. We're just ripping the ripping the vines yeah, of the, yeah, of the, ripping realms. the vi- and also and just like talking between the two of them, saying like I gave, I denied you that choice, but I do not regret saving that that scene. Amazing. When Atreus comes Side back. Quest. At, yeah, no, no, that was the second. That was the main quest. No, that oh, okay, was the main yeah. quest. Yeah, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, and then uh, when a tra- like when Atreus comes back and Kratos hugs his kid after freaking oh. out and going bare for him and and releasing Garm and just like Kratos just like, oh yeah, Man. everyone's so angry at Atreus for releasing Garm. Like mm-hmm. even Mimir is like, what the hell were you thinking releasing he Garm? Thing. He it's says that Atreus fucked up, and that you never hear that language from Mimir to uh, yeah, from yeah. Mimir Kratos, to Atreus. And Kratos is the one to be like. Enough. We're we're de- we're going to deal with this. Treyas and I are going to go deal with this. Mm-hmm. We made we'll, it and we'll, we'll we'll handle it. Yeah. And then like when they have that that heart to heart and about how like I want to say it was right after the reveal that Odin that tear was Odin the whole time, and then they're talking like they're hunting and then they start talking to like uh, Kratos goes I've been slipping back in my old ways I'm like all vengeance everything and then Atreus does do not be sorry be better. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's and like, like the, the the line the, the like parallel of like first game was like close your heart to the pain close your heart to it all to this game by the end of it being like open your heart to it make mm-hmm. make it make you better and I was wrong it's so it's so great because like yes Kratos was a monster did he kill thousands of people absolutely did he destroy Greece by murdering its pantheon yes he is he is potentially irredeemable I will put this lotion down I don't know why I keep holding it. <laughs> to make a point like a pen but like you know like do, do people like that deserve second chances like this is a fan this is a fake world so i say yes because it's not the real yeah. world we don't think about that right but like you know however many years go by and he's like you know i was not i'm not the person i am but what if i am what if what if this is who i always will be and what i love is like by the end of this game it's like kratos yeah you might be that person but you can use that for good too and he ends up being like the general of the army, like quote unquote, when everyone thought it would be someone else, but it ends up being Kratos. And like, and then, oh my God, the thing at the end with like the prophecy of him, like leading, he starts crying. Cause with like, the, wait, he sees, he sees the statue, like mm-hmm. he's, yeah. his future is a gold statue. And he's like, I, I never envisioned this path for myself. Yeah. People worshiping him as a god, as like a good God. Like that scene, sorry to go back after you get the spear and when odin pops in for a hot second and you get that great trailer line with odin's talking is like have you ever been loved has anyone ever worshipped you has anyone done anything but fear you do you know has anyone ever prayed has, has anyone ever prayed to you yeah and then seeing that kratos not only becomes the new not uh or he becomes a norse god of war i assume because you know they don't mm-hmm. statue of him but the fact that they do revere him they do look at him with respect and with reverence instead of fear and hatred like he was in greece it's like he never thought he would know this piece and he's like you know what the work is there is a the the fact when he starts crying and i just love the single shot work once again oscars to me oscar moment when it's a single shot of him and he's saying goodbye to trance and he turns around, he sees the, the shrine, but since sees the backside and sees the whole thing, mm-hmm. that whole part was just like, he finally got it. He finally got the happy ending. He has been, he deserves this whole time. Cause even at the end of the first, the very first God of war game, 2005, he's about to kill himself. But Athena goes, Nope. You're, you're the new God the, of war. Have fun. You're me the new God of war. Uh, yeah. I, I'd like the, um, I really like the scene because you brought it up. I really like the scene where he's saying goodbye to Atreus. I think it's really well written and it's a really tender moment between two characters who ultimately have good story arcs in this mo- in this game, regardless of if the last the second half is rushed or not. Um, yeah. 
I think ultimately, like, like the story arcs are good in this game. Um, mm-hmm. Sending yeah. your kid to college is always a hard thing to do. You know, sending your baby boy to become a baby man. Um, <laughs> it, it is always hard. Um, yeah. Yeah, I just man. like, I baby man. Um, it just bums me out because like, this we live we live in 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 a world of, of of business we talked about it with movies earlier like there will be another god of war game it won't be anytime soon and it won't be by cory barlog because that dude almost killed himself making that first game that's why somebody else directed this game um i am so curious what they're gonna do i if this feels like an ending for kratos a really really great ending for kratos he doesn't have to fight anyone ever again like he won he became a hero i don't want him to fight ever again like it makes sense for it to be about treus i don't I don't need him to fight another pantheon. Why would he be fighting gods? I don't know if I I don't know if I need another god of war after this. I just wish like I don't know what I want after with this franchise anymore. You know what I mean? Like it's, I it's such an interesting place to rest for a bit. I I have to agree. Now I get it. God of War is Sony's bread and butter. Or it's one of their their biggest selling Last franchises. Last of Us premiering tonight. Okay, okay. One of their breads and butters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, God of War Ragnarok brought in so much money and it also brings in it's one of those franchises that when you say playstation that's one of the first franchises you think of that's being a playstation original and obviously this probably won't be the last god of war game but at this the exact same time the fact that you just said that i if this like if kratos's story ended here and we go to atreus or we go to someone else we go to the uh, we go to egypt and we see the egyptian god of war and we just put kratos behind i'm okay with that I don't know. Um, I've been thinking about this a lot. Like, I don't, I'm greedy. So like, I'll always, I'll always kind of want more. Um, So like, if you want to make another Kratos game and he's fighting the Egyptian gods or he's fighting the Chinese gods or he's fighting the Hindu gods, whatever. Oh, I'll play it. Um, And I'm sure there could be a good story there. I don't know if that's the direction I necessarily think they should take. I would, I would definitely like to see a trade. But I, I would definitely like to see Atreus as a lead of a game. I think that's my, I think that's kind of where I'm probably where I'm follow, following the most of like mm-hmm. the next game in 15,000 years, whenever the hell they want to do it um, would be about Atreus. And, and I, I think Atreus is, is a character that I would like to follow as a main character of a game. Yeah. Um, I wasn't joking about the sending your kid to college thing. Like that's what this feels like. It feels like, yeah it feels like a send-off of like not just like mm-hmm. the end of this of the, this era but like kratos got his happy ending he, he i don't need him to i don't want him to kill anymore let let put the blades down i, I, I don't, don't need he's, he has a future with freya whether they're friends or maybe a little more on the side they got some great chemistry you know they, they can live for a thousand years they can get over their exes and whatever you know they're both they're both dead. i was curious about like when you do, I was curious about like the the lifespan of a god because clearly, clearly Kratos is older than he was before. He's graying. Um, there's some gray in his beard. Um, I was curious about like, is he actually immortal or does he, or would he die? Obviously, it's a longer life than a than a mortal. We wow. see him like literally heal wounds, and the other in in the Norse gods also do that. So, I think they're. I don't know. Actually, yeah. See, like I don't know. I would I, so I'm, I'm curious about that. Um, I think if I want to see Kratos do another uh, do another Pantheon murder, I'd probably want it to be set between the the trilogy and these two games. Um, there's a oh, comic. Be a better idea. Yeah. There's a comic that that 
he that he like passes by Egypt and he's like dah, dah, dah. um do that story like like so we know like canonically he went he went to Norris through way of Egypt so okay like there's your pathway to do an Egypt game and you have Kratos and maybe it is the God of War game that all the incels want it to be <laughs> um but I think any future games probably I'd prefer it if it were Atreus yeah, yeah. I I mean to be perfectly honest I'm at the end of this game, I know I don't need another God War game for a good long while. Unlike 2018, because once because 2018 had as what everyone calls it the MCU ending, where Thor is at the the it's like you have a clue this cloaked figure. Who are you? He flips the cape as Mjolnir. It's revealed to be oh my god, it's Thor. Meow meow. But now that we got that ending, or now that we got this game's ending, like Kratos has the happy ending, Atreus is going off exploring and find the rest of the Jotnar, and we just have some really fun end game stuff to do. I am totally fine with waiting for another God of War game for a good long while. I, I think am, my aversion. I am, content. I am content. I think my aversion to want to waiting and not, and not getting another Kratos story comes from just the, the satisfaction I feel after being after being done with this game. Yeah. I I do not think this game is as satisfying of a story as the 2018 game, and therefore I'm still kind of I'm still kind of sitting there going like, okay, but more. No, and I like. Get- I, Story wise, I know that's not the organic way to go, but like, oh, hard wants. No, I, 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 it, it, it really is a bummer. And again, like, I understand studio not wanting to dedicate their entire life to one franchise. Um, but like, this game started as a trilogy and it ended as a duology. So yeah. like, there's just there's just some stuff that's got to be cut. There's some stuff that's got to be rushed. Um, I. I think again we talk about like the story stuff's really good and the character stuff's really good, but at the end of the day, this is still a video game that you have to play. We're not mm-hmm. watching a movie; we're playing a video game for forty hours. So, right. I, you know what I, I would, I think a great thing to do is you fight Heimdall early and you lose intentionally, so you get the drop near earlier, and then you can progress. By the time you get to Heimdall, uh, then you're like you have it, you're cool with it. He's not expecting it because I just think it shouldn't take you an entire game's worth to get a new weapon for a yeah. sequel and it's like i think it takes way too long for the game to evolve because you get the wolf stuff but you're only playing as trace half the time you're still playing as kratos most of the game so like i i it is an iterative game with a really great story it's just unfortunately like i wanted this to be the jump that like the last of us the last of us two had like this mm-hmm. this is this is playable on playstation 4 and like at the end of the day they had to make this game for playstation playstation 4 players and sometimes it feels like it um it technically looks great but like i can still tell like this is not a giant open world. I'm crawling through the 45 uh, ducks every couple minutes. Like it's yeah, it's, you're you're absolutely right. I saw your tweet about the like the the, the quote unquote loading screens. Um, yeah, are it's really noticeable after a while. It's, yeah, there's, there's the ones where you go under yeah. under the river and you go like this in your boat. I'm like, who's building rivers like this? Who's building their <laughs> architecture like this? That uh, yeah, I could def. That was definitely. There are times where I was playing a uh, spot the loading screen every once in a while. Yeah. There's um, uh, there's a scene that I want to highlight, which is when you fight the Valkyries after Surtur takes a dive into the heart of the universe. Or whatever that's it is. I was trying the to mention fight? about. I was trying to mention that earlier about how I much I love that fight, and also the you fight. get the. The ending the, of the fight. The ending of the fight is what I want to highlight real quickly, Ben. When it's Kratos and and uh, and and Atreus as a bear, just kind of back to back. I was like, yeah. "Oh, baby!" I am so mad I did not hit the screenshot button fast enough to get that shot. Oh my but god! By, 
God is so yeah. good. You know what that reminded me, Brian? You know what that, that moment Guardians reminded of the Galaxy? me? Yes, 100%. You know the moment. Oh, Fing Fing Foom? Oh, yeah. yeah. 100%. Um, oh, shit. Fing Fing Foom's in Guardians? Spoilers. And is he in Guardians? Oh, he's he's a lot in Guardians. I haven't um, played the Guardians game, game, so. That's a great game. Um, where were we just talking about crap before Guardians? The uh, the Atreus and the and the bear. Right. Atreus is a bear um, at the double pack. This game made me emotional a couple times. I am not joking. Uh, that boss fight was intense. It was so fun. The the dual fights in the bear. When that tech and tag team tournament mo- moment happened, and it's the back to back. I'm not gonna lie. I shed a little tear because I'm like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Because like they're posing, it feels like a movie moment. Like it's it's so that's like that is like my big fist pump of of, of the game. That moment, so good. Yeah. You know what part really gave me the feels? What was that? A hole. A hole. I don't know what you're talking about, Ben. Keep going. I played this game in a month. It's uh when Mimir finally figures out Brock figures out Brock's riddle. Oh, oh Brock's riddle. Oh. I'll tell you what. I'll be honest. It's it's twenty twenty hours too late. I think. I think the moment is supposed to be that he figures it out at the funeral. No, I no, I, yeah. I understand, but I think I forgot all about it for so long. I'm like, oh yeah, that is a, yeah. that is it is it is. Nice. I, it is you nice. know, because there were time. Okay, so the moment really hit me because there were there pop there was probably like RNG phrases because you know how when you're exploring the world, there's RNG phrases and RNG things that they say every once in a while to break to like you know to put some dialogue in and stuff, and they mm-hmm. repeat every once in a while. Um, I want to say it was like right before I started Ragnarok, where Mimir was like still angry about the riddle he was like gah and then we get into ragnarok and then well the reveal happens we get into ragnarok and everything and then when mimir like the line was said just enough like right enough before brock's death that i remembered Mm. it and when he finally revealed realized what the what the solution was i was like son of a bitch oh uh i like how brock finds out that he was dead that was oh, a good scene. The soul is oh, the mermaid. The oh, mermaid yeah. wouldn't look at him, wouldn't acknowledge the him. Lady, the lady wouldn't acknowledge his existence. The lady of the lake. Of, of, and he, uh, and of he like, he, and we already know that this happened uh, because mm-hmm. uh, Sindri told us, but like he, he figures it out. He's like, that son of a bitch, I was uh, dead. I love Mimir uh, bringing up other like, like Celtic mythology. Like he definitely brings up the lady of the lake once. Uh, it's a random art, like an RNG thing, like you said, Ben. Um, did you guys get the PlayStation All Stars thing where he's like, yeah. Once you fought a, a the greatest musician ever and a boombox man and a robot man, and like, yeah, it's so good. He's like, I, I, like, I played the game so long when I'm driving the wolves, they don't talk anymore. Oh, yeah, oh. they're just quiet. Yeah, yeah, I went through all the language options. Oh, yeah. did you guys find one of the so one of Caspier's poems, I noticed it because this was the only time I noticed the cover of the poem. The cover of the poem had Ratchet on it from Ratchet. Oh, and, ben, no, Clank. It had any, Clank. Did you read any of those poems? Yeah, I read them. Okay, good. They're all play. They're all PlayStation video games. Yeah, I didn't realize every that. single one is a PlayStation video game. That's cool. Um, so, real quick, we didn't talk about um some of the great side quests. Big old whale man. There's a big old whale in this game. Big old whale. I like him. Big year for whales. I liked him. Uh, he too. was, he was cool. I like a, uh, 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 the kind of like you know the 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 allegory to Kratos' own chains and Mimir's uh, being locked up uh, to the whale. He's like, why isn't he leaving? He's like, because he can't. He doesn't. He doesn't know anything else. This is his. Doesn't know anything else. Like the big, yeah, like the big, um, mm. like redemption 
and like you know like feeling bad for what you did and like like you got eventually you you have to kind of get over it like you did a bad thing you recognize it you guys got to be better about it and that's like that is so many of these side quests um i there's really great side quests and then you just have the random ones with like the dudes who are like hello i'm a ghost and i'm like well here there here these there like here's a morality tale for you my son died i'm like oh that's that's a trace isn't it like i I, I did not mind i didn't mind the the ghosts too much in this one fine but they They were were, they were fine that's once once a ghost popped up and the reason and once again i love doing side quests to be perfectly honest because i know side quest gets me three things loot money xp i podcast when i did this <laughs> um well see, I'm gonna run through some notes. Run it. Um because we're you know we're getting a little late right now. So. Yeah. Um okay, so Jormungander. I want to talk a little bit about Jormungander. Um so Jormungander and Fenris, I actually really enjoy how they incorporated them being Loki and Angerboda's children. Mm-hmm. Uh because Jormungander being a soul given to a snake uh and made into a bigger snake. Um I also do like the idea that they've made the idea canon that Jormungandr was actually thrown back through time uh, due to the due to the fight in Ragnarok. And so when they see Jormungandr, it's like, Jormungandr looks different. Why does he look younger? I was like, does he? I guess so. Uh, he's too <laughs> far away for me to tell. Yeah. And then, um, It is yeah. a great little moment. It, it, I just wish it was a little more, like, impactful. Yeah. But that's just like, um, that's just like a fan service thing I want, I guess, so. Yeah. And then... Uh, Fenris being uh, a, a dog that Atreus, a wolf that Atreus had adopted, who passed away in the beginning of the game, who I I sobbed a little bit. Talk about rude. Make right. us cry in like the first minute of your game. Right? Rude. Um, <laughs> it's like people like, I won't see the movie, the dog dies. First 20 minutes of the game, the dog dies. We love him. And then, and then uh, the... Uh, being And then being a soul that's get brought into Garm because Garm was soulless and that was why they couldn't uh, defeat him. All good stuff. Really like that. Really like that idea. The thing that bugs me a little bit is because Jormungandr was kind of a big part of the 2018 game. I was very disappointed at how little of a part he was in this game. Yeah, yeah same. I, Especially I'm because sure. we should we should have seen him get bigger. We should have gotten to know this new young Jormungandr. Yeah, it's it's the thing I always talk about, like real estate. You know, you have so much time. This is a 40 hour game. And we spend a lot of it walking around, talking, talking around, which is great. It's all great. It's like, you know, great. Like, I don't, again, like, I love, I love a good walk and talk. But like, I think about the stuff that was set up from 2018. Uh, and then there's stuff they have to, there's new stuff in this game that they have to capitalize on, like, first. And I'm like, there's so much. Hormigander was so big and cool. And like, the last time you see him, he's like in the background. <laughs> I'm yeah. like, that, that yeah. just feels like a bummer. Too bad he and then he disappears. Like... Jormungandr, the old Jormungandr who fought in Ragnarok prior, the one that you met mm-hmm. in 2018, he disappears after you after Ragnarok with no explanation. And the and they ask the director, the game director, like, what happened? What happened to him? He's like, oh, he's sleeping. Don't we couldn't afford him. that model at the time. Yeah, <laughs> he's. Under I, like I would say there is one thing I do. Uh, there is a cool element. I do wish the the finale was bigger and more bombastic. But there is something about how how big the scale is for the story they're telling about how Odin is using uh, Midgard humans as as uh, collateral oh, sure. damage. And I think yeah. that stuff's really great because it's Kratos realizing it's the same stuff that he used to do when he was a Greek soldier, you know, a million years ago in Greece when that place mm-hmm. existed. Uh, so there's some really great humanity happening with all the whole party of like, we, he's Odin is the worst and we all know it and we could see him. He's killing people to stop us. 
Um, and I think all that stuff's really great. Um, again, it is a God of War game. I do. I you expect some type of spectacle, and like again, I think of that final boss battle with Balder, and then I think of this final boss battle with Odin. I'm just like, eh, it's just not. It doesn't feel the same. I just don't. I just didn't look. I was never bored in this game. I'll put I'll I'll put that no. out there right now. There was just no big spectacle moment, and like I understand that probably that was the intention to kind of go smaller, but you know there is something to be said about the God of War game being you know the God of War game. Yeah, especially like, since tw- no, I was gonna go. say especially since the ending of 2018's God of War essentially turned into a fight from Attack on Titan. Yeah, yeah. that was cool. Also, and then, it's still emotional. It's still emotional. Mm-hmm. Like you can Very. have both. You can have scale. It's, again, it's my it's my favorite thing. You can have big scale and big emotions at the same time. Like Freya just lost her son. Like that's a powerful moment after that big fight. And yeah. I just don't feel like that's they don't capitalize on that type of thing enough in this game. Right. Although the grandma, the grandma troll fight, that is a big different thing that I really appreciate in this game. I thought I had so much fun having to jump from her big ass table to a stool. Mm-hmm. Like that's awesome. Yeah, that was fun. That was, I, I, that was I enjoyed cool. that. Um, I mentioned I do I do really like the Norn scene. I like all the I like how they visualize all the new gods and all the Norns, the water horse that we meet for 0.25 seconds. Um spooky. Yeah. The uh the um uh, other realms I think are well designed. Um I do really like how they interpret Asgard being like this not this big golden hall, but this like you know, humble place. And like, even Heim- when Heimdall is talking to uh, Trey, it's like, oh, I thought Heim- uh, Asgard, and the Trey's like, why? Odin is humble. He would never do that. Odin's so humble. He's a great He's so guy. humble, guys. Save his money. God, I hate um, him so much. I was so great. glad. When, so- on, uh, that was like again, the one God I was like, I'm glad I get to kill you. <laughs> you know what? I'm, I'll say it. I wanted to kill more gods. I I killed yeah. we killed the entire Greek pantheon. Maybe we killed four gods in this in this franchise. Be better. <laughs> no. Now, now here's the thing, and this is this is not a real conversation I'm having, but it's just something I'm going to bring up, and it's something called ludonarrative dissonism, uh, dissonance, and it's where you you have a problem with the the story of God of War Ragnarok is be better, don't kill, but the entire point of the game is to kill things. That's what you do in the game. <laughs> yes. So. No, you, we can't actually have this conversation about Kratos being a better person when you kill 5,000 monsters, not just kill them, rip them apart. You yeah. don't have to be so brutal, Kratos. So it's a type of thing where like, when you t- try to tell stories like this, it's the same thing with The Last of Us 2. It's about, you don't need to be such a murderer. When you spend 20 hours murdering people, maybe maybe actually you do. Um, so I just wanted to bring it up because it's a fun story of like, Kratos, stop murdering so many people, but don't worry about the 10,000 nameless creatures you just killed. They're not important. Oh, you're you're absolutely. That's, absolute, that's you're a absolute bigger right. conversation that I actually but then, don't really have. But then they also like I just kind of real quickly like they they also bring up like oh to kill them will be to set them free like with the berserkers oh you'll set their souls free if you kill them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's that's like no, we get to kill for a purpose. Now um, that now that Mimir says is like oh no, we get to stuff the king's soul into the hilt of the sword and then we get to smash said hilt. So we're not so it's essentially we're doing what um, Sindri did to Odin at the end of the game. And, and I so we get berserkers and we get these like hell droggers like the hell holes, and I oh, think yeah, both the- of those are less cool than the Valkyrie fights. Yeah, I mean, yeah. The hell, I mean, really. Um, the, the fight, I think there's some good berserker fights, some good berserker fights. But what yeah. I liked about the Valkyrie is that they were all really unique and fun. Yeah. The berserker fights are a, are a lot a couple, of the same, and then a couple different. There's and then you a fight double three at once. No, oh God, FF. that was unfair. I, that was unfair. No, 
let's just um first of all fuck them uh second <laughs> of all i'm actually very mad because i was watching a tutorial on how to help me um, to get tax to beat them and the guy was rolling away when they do like the the um the fire orb and the ice orb and it just mm. hit the ground yeah did you know that you could actually just throw the spear and explode yeah. it on contact because i didn't fucking know that until i fought the king the other night and i'm very yeah, upset yeah. about it uh I too, yeah i too found that out too late but uh yeah i knew that uh, but yeah, that three on one fight, F that, F those sisters. Um, and actually, when I got to the the Sparta Vine two on two v two fight, that was a walk in the park. That was I, fun. I wasted them like that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. There was something I wanted to bring up about like um about 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 the berserker fight. Actually, I'm struggling to remember now. Um, but I think a lot. I think. The Valkyries were, pro- were 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 better stage. Um, there's a line of dialogue I want to highlight. Unless we want to talk more about the Berserkers, I'll just quickly dive. Um, no, I, no. Uh, Gana, like the Valkyrie Queen, just shows up as your ally at one point. She's yeah. just there, like, "Hey, I'm your friend now." I'm like, "Didn't I kill you?" Or Don't you mean Sigrun? Sigrun. Sigrun. That's it. Yeah, I forget her name. Yeah. Ganar. Ganar is the new Valkyrie. Man, I hated that so much. When Ganar shows up in the in the, in the Battle of Ragnarok, it's like, "That's Ganar." I can't believe they made her the queen gone she's the final you fight her at the end but i'm like what what, what is this okay, introduction I, like I, I really get that she's like that she's at the end and i'm glad and i'm glad that we got to fight her initially or whatever but like i don't think she should have been at the end no uh, but so there's the line of dialogue i want to talk about in alfine that i really like when you're going to free the squids the jellyfish yeah, and there's a great reproductive lesson at the end of the second one. Um, um, when when he when um, when Kratos when Atreus is like, "Why are you doing this? You never want to do you never want to do these quests with me. You never want to go off on these. You never want to free these things." And and Atre- and Kratos is just, is not really answering him. And Mimir just goes, "Did it ever occur to you that he just wants to spend time with you?" Yep. And that's a really good moment yep. um, because at that point Kratos knows that he's going to die. Or at least thinks he's going to die because he saw the mural, which you realize that the mural it only shows Kratos dying because that's the predictable outcome. But he doesn't do the predictable outcome at the end because he yeah. opens his heart. He, he yeah. instead of closing his heart, he opens his heart. Um, that's a good. That's a good story arc. I really enjoy. Yeah, mm-hmm. I yeah like um, after you free all the the two big jellyfishes, like the world gets like flooded with the little tiny ones. I'm like because oh, they really- bone. Yeah, they bone. It's really pretty. Yeah, I like. Uh, yeah, a lot of those side quests are so fun. Um, there's a really sweet, and I learned this after. Um, there's a side quest where you're like gathering ingredients, um, uh, from mm. across the realm, and that's yeah. um, a developer lost like his boyfriend or his husband who was a chef, and he put that in the game for him. And like, and I was like, oh, that's just really sweet. I love when developers get to do stuff like that. Um, I'm missing you know, like a fun little in- uh, treasure quest. I'm missing one of those ingredients. Just mm. one. Don't it's know where the it is. flower. I, I don't know. What? Um, the more characters, this game needed more real estate, frankly, because we get yeah. so many different characters. And again, not to be a broken record, but the way to do that is to make it a, to make it three games. To make this to make this two games. When we like we meet Freyr and we meet like the Dark Elf and Light Elf who are a couple, and like I want more of their story, but like mm-hmm. who are you? You guys seem cool. Please <laughs> give me. And we more see Durlin. We see Durlin once as Kratos, and then once as Odin, and then once at the at the funeral. And I'm like, okay, well, I guess Durlin wasn't supposed to be important. Although it's funny because if you see Durlin again after the funeral, and you talk and you talk to him, he talks about how it's like I'm as sober as the day I was born. It's like, yeah, you're still drinking. It's goat's milk. It's brown. It was an ugly goat. 
I didn't hear that. That's pretty good. I haven't gotten that one. Go back to Sparks of Heim. It's hilarious. I absolutely love that bit. Did you, uh, Brandon? Did you visit Tier at different locations after you just? Yeah, after you I found him in. I found him in all the realms. Yeah, that's actually cool. I found him in Alfheim because that I obviously I freed him, and then I found him in Alfheim, and I think I found. Where am I right He's now? He's at the, the last place I see him. I think it's at like the 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 cos the end of the world cosmos place with the space where Surtur is. He's there. Oh, I, found, I found him there. He's just chilling. Like, wow, this is crazy. Did you guys hear Sindri's cries in Niflheim? You mean Simara's cries? Simara's cries. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah. That was um terrible or not terrible, but that was um yikes and also grayson has a really good thing saying yeah i think if this made it a three games i think it would have been a much more solid game more character development with a heart and i think yeah I, I, like i will i will reiterate like i think the characters i think the character stories of our main characters is good and solid and there's some good stuff there the character development on these side characters really suffers and mm-hmm. that's not a problem the 2018 2018 no. game had again like i like f- Freyr is like such an outlier of a character for me in this game because like he he doesn't again he doesn't sound like anyone else he just sounds like a white dude and like his dialogue also he it, it sounds more modern than the other way people are talking I'm just like this is just like a weird like hey look I'm like a cool jock guy and I'm like and I when he when he sacrifices himself to get everyone off of Asgard before it's destroyed by Surtur it doesn't mean anything to me I don't care because all of your character development with this guy has been off screen mm-hmm. yeah yeah, and it is like again, like the idea of like building your army to fight to fight Asgard is a really cool and like and like opening all the realms like that's a really cool scene, but it just like it feels like it feels like oh, a yeah. lot of build up opening up. opening all the realms is a really good is a really cool yeah. scene. It feels like the assault on Asgard should it, it should be considerably longer. Yeah, uh, yeah. but it, it kind of just like no, Kratos, just go go fight the bad guys and, and Sindri. Look, I get Sindri's are going through some shit, but when he's just when he's just like, I'm gonna, I'll go get the dwarves ready, and then he comes back and like, I didn't want to get the dwarves ready. This is my fight. This isn't their. Why'd you leave? Because I'm dramatic. Why'd you leave? He went to go build the tuning fort so he can use the flaw. That's that's pretty powerful. No, but that's the thing of like that's the thing of like there's clearly like a lot of things in this game. Like I mentioned, I mentioned Sindri. Um, not Sindri. Jesus, Samara, Samara, like. She was supposed to be in the game. You were supposed yeah. to meet her originally. That's why you can see uh, Niflheim from the uh, from the from the r- r- realm because that was going to be a connected level that you were going to be able to go to. I but they can't, but they canceled all that. And like I'm looking, you look at all the stuff they canceled, and I'm like, well, actually, all the stuff you canceled would have fixed a lot of the problems that I personally have with the game. Maybe yeah. you shouldn't. Have. Yeah, but then you're at a point where like, what do you delay the game for another year? <laughs> like, it's, I, it's, it's, I don't have a problem with game delays. No. I know I agree, but like, I it, this is not. I know this is not the case. It's gonna sound. It feels like like they didn't. They did not want to make a third game, so they had to. They just had to get this one out. And like, if the story doesn't work, then they did their best. Uh, and I know that's not the case. I know they had to work really hard, but like, it's just like going from the first God of War to this. Like, that first one is so good. It's so tight. Like there are it is flawless. Uh, when you double the length, double the characters, and you don't double the combat. Like it's a video game still. Uh, you got you got to play it. So like, I'm glad I'm glad to have played it. I'm glad like I think I think it's a really good game. Yeah. Uh, with uh, this type of game with this scale, like this is like the triple A, the biggest with the big. I was just I was really hoping for a slam dunk, and it's more like uh, you made it. You definitely made it. You made it. It was yeah. more like an alley oop than a slam dunk. Yeah, I yeah. think 
think that probably should. I think that probably does it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Let me, think, um, let me think. Let me think. Ryan, Odin, what would you rate great. it? Hold on. Odin's great. Thor's great. Oh, um, what's Thrude and Thor's wife's name? Sif. Sif. I think Sif's pretty cool. Um, that's a um the blonde lady from Uncharted. What's her name? Oh yeah. Her name. But that's a blonde lady from Uncharted. She's yeah. Cool. I thought she was um, I I. All the all the the boss fights I think are fun. I love fight. I love fighting these guys. The 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 alligators. Drekki. The Drekki. I there's always two. Like why am I fighting two? I don't mind. I'll kill them. Uh, I thought oh, they were man. great. When, when I fought one, I was like, oh man, what was hard enough? And then when I had to fight two of them, I'm like shit. I my I think my favorite combat area. Um, I think is it where is it where you have the rocks that you can that you can ping pong with with uh with your with the uh, axe alfheim alfheim with the dark elves light elves that stuff's awesome i love doing that like the puzzles where you have to like line it up and you have to break stuff and move stuff i love i love all that stuff definitely got some good aha moments when i finally figured it out yeah me too uh-huh. uh let's see oh yeah one quick little thing one thing i do love is that uh, if you miss anything it'll show up in the chest at um at all the blacksmith stuff because there's one time where a material for the crystal in the crater fell on a ledge and it would not come down and it ups and i upset it and it was i was mad about because like shit i really need this piece so i can throw into the wishing well gorgeous by the way i and love that then, i love that wishing well stuff like making yeah. armor you have to like like synthesize it love it yeah, you have to like break these um like these rock tumors that are hurting the land and all of a sudden it's like we gift you better stuff. And thankfully I was able to grab it. I was like, oh yeah, I forgot about that bit. Because you do forget things every once in a while. It happens. It's a big ass game, and a lot of times the loot is on the floor, is hard to pick up. Uh Brandon, mm. final thoughts of or Ryan, what would you rate the game? Um, first of all, um um one more thing. Um I again the post game is great. I really like um there's a couple different quests that you get but the one i really like it's like um there's 10 like fallen pieces of asgard that have landed on the different realms and you gotta go clean them up so they'll just be like part of a building with some dudes or part of a ship with some dudes and like we're from asgard how did we get here i guess i'm gonna die by kratos and you have to do that 10 times and then you get some experience and i just thought that was fun i would give it an 8.5 out of 10 brandon i Speaking of side quests that probably shouldn't have been side quests, the Laufey versus Thor storyline, mm. I think should have been a quest. Oh, that is so such a but. But again, that's the whole crater thing, and that's like its own yeah. separate. I know, but like that's important character development for for Thor and for Kratos because the, there's a lot of still there's still a lot of like why did Laufey why did Faye put us on this journey? There you go. That answers some because of it. Because when you first fight Thor, he's like, this seems familiar. Because right. he fought, he fought Laufey with the Leviathan Axe who knows how long ago. And if yeah. you don't do the post-game content, that is never followed up on. So you're just like, what did he mean? What did what right. did he mean by that? Yeah. Exactly. Which is the same. Should have been Quest. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I think that the game overall is a very good experience. I really enjoyed playing it. I, it was my most anticipated game of many, many years. Um, I'm not a big gamer, so the, take that take that how you will. Um, the The emotional storytelling wasn't quite there for me, and I know I've been really I've been a lot more negative than I honestly thought I would be on the on this thing because like I did really like the game. I did have a good time. I was never bored. I really liked the characters. I just wish there was. I wish they used the real estate smarter and I don't believe they did, especially towards the end of the game. Um, and maybe they just didn't want to, and I don't want to force people to do something they don't want to, but like three games, a, a, a new God of War trilogy would have been a lot stronger than this duology. I think. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I really like how they interpret 
Norse mythology. My final thoughts are just um, like the first game. I really enjoy how they interpret Norse mythology um, and the various names specifically like Freig and Freya and um, uh, Fenris, Fenrir, uh, Svartalfheim and Nidavellir. Being Nidavellir being the what they what the dwarves call it, but Svartalfheim what the what Asgardians call it, and it's like not they don't like it. Yeah. Um, so like and how they interpret the stuff with Loki and Ingerboda. Um, I I'm a I'm a mythology nut. I know you are too, Ryan. Um, so that's it's, it's really cool to exist in these mythology worlds and have them be uh, reinterpreted in such uh, unique and creative ways. Um, and I think that's where and I think the game is just as strong in that case as the first game. Oh yeah, they didn't they didn't skimp on any of of the research or like building the mythology. Like it's it's and there's so much. If you love reading, oh my god, are there documents and pages and like lore lore and manuals you can read in this game? It's so much stuff. Yeah, I would also give it an eight out of ten. The the Nidhog is in this game. That's a cool thing. The Nidhog yeah. is in this game. Rescue yeah. baby. Uh, I would also to... give this uh, an eight out of ten. I'm going to be the one outlier and give it a 9.5. I was thinking it was going to be a 10 because just like Elden Ring, to me, the the flaws in the game are just so minuscule because of how much fun I had. Oh, yeah. But unlike Elden Ring, the, El, even when, Elden, when I first started Elden Ring, I wanted to keep playing the second I popped that disc into my PS5. That disc did not leave my PlayStation for months, literal yeah. months it was in there. With God of War it did take a while for me to get there. And thankfully, I mean, I'm glad I finally made it, but I would say that this game is on before. If there are some, there are some things that you guys have talked about that actually shifted my perspective on. It's like, yeah, there, there probably should have been a second. This probably should have been three games. They probably should have done away with certain characters or they should, or they had, to, they needed more real estate and they may needed to take some stuff out or speed things up a little bit. There are a bunch of things, but at the end of the day, this game was still absolutely fantastic to play. While I do agree with the general consensus that it is not truly a game of the year winner, it is definitely, it should be spoken the same breath as Elden Ring. This game truly was fantastic to play. It had some great um, moments in it. It had some, the characters in it were fantastic. Christopher Judge deserves winning best performance but that could be same said for a lot of actors in this game richard schiff was fantastic and i think freya Frey is my favorite because she's acting yeah. her ass off god, in this one he's so god I love so much her. richard schiff real quick because you brought it up richard schiff is such an effortless actor i love watching him act he's so cool to watch mm-hmm. act because he's so just kind of like calm and collected and i got a shift fact for you yeah. um uh, so they wrote they wrote this Odin specifically for him, not thinking they could get him. His mm-hmm. agent came to him. He initially said no. He told his son, and his son is an avid gamer, saying, hey, they want me to do this God of War thing. And he's like, if you don't do this, you're not my dad anymore. <laughs> so, <laughs> not, he didn't actually say that, but he was like, you have to do this, dad. Like, God of War is the biggest thing ever. So, like... Thank, thank his son for being on the Richard Schiff is how many he's my favorite he's my favorite in this movie. I feel like there's a lot of stories like that where it's like oh I went to my son and my I went to my kid and my kid said do it there's oh, yeah. a lot yeah. of that there is um but yeah I still yes the once again flaws are there but to me they are just minuscule to the amount of fun 
the amount of the drive I had to explore as much as the game. The drive I still have now to explore the post-game content and and still play more and see more that's out there. I don't know if I am going to platinum this game, like get 100% and defeat and get everything. But the stuff that, but it's just so much fun. It's so much fun to explore and to do. So it maybe, maybe not. I don't know. But still, solid 9.5. This game is, it truly is a fantastic game. It is. I'll agree with that. All right. So uh, that's Basement Arcade Pause Menu for God of War Ragnarok. Uh, tonight, we will continue on with to our book club segment of the of the live recording. But if you're watching this just as Basement Arcade Pause Menu episode, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, you definitely know where you can find us because there are links below and we don't need to drag that out for the people who are watching this live. So just like last time, can we each do our own boy like we did for 2018 God of War? Uh, sure. <clears throat> yeah, Ryan, Hold you on, go on, on. <clears throat> <clears throat> let me, let me also. <clears throat> yeah, we're all doing the mm-hmm. boy. <clears throat> boy, no, I can't do it. I can't get my voice raspy enough. And you got the ra- <clears throat> you got the rasp. Boy, there you go. Yeah, yeah. I can't do the raspy thing. Christopher Judge, was that you? <laughs> <laughs> all right. Or actually, we... hold on one more. Atreus. There you go. That's pretty good. All right, I I was talking like Kratos a lot when now I was playing the game. Now you need to give a 12-minute speech. <laughs> no. Don't do it. All right. So it's for tonight, book club. Unpause. <laughs>